Hey guys, Jason Davis here. Uh, with everything that's going on out there in culture, in the school system, especially the public school system, right? And drag shows and everything in between, our kids are under attack daily. And that's why I wanted to tell you today about the Tuttle Twins books. Tuttle Twins is really, it's the only books uh, that I know of for kids that really help them develop critical thinking skills about real world concepts, economies, finance, government, freedom, liberty, the free market, how to be self-reliant and outside the system. Right now, we just all have to recognize the world's full of companies and people and politicians that want to expose and influence our kids and in ideas that we don't support. And so that includes school teachers, unfortunately. So Tuttle Twins empowers parents. I encourage you to check them out at TuttleTwins.com or if you go to my website at DontTreadOnLiberty.com and go to Freedom Partners under Tuttle Twins, there is a special offer for you. So DontTreadOnLiberty.com under Freedom Partners. Check out the Tuttle Twins and we do have a special offer for you. Well, let's get back to the show. I hope you enjoy this week. God bless. Fighting back against the left's nonstop attacks on liberty, freedom, and America. America. This is Don't Tread on Liberty. Jason Davis is on the air. Hey, welcome back to Don't Tread on Liberty. Thanks for being here. Jason Davis back. And um, we have a lot going on. Obviously, the federal government trying to shred the Second Amendment and Roe v. Wade has finally been abolished after 50 years of government-sanctioned murder. So there's a lot to talk about. And coincidentally, I think yesterday was the 25-year anniversary of the greatest Tenth Amendment decision ever rendered, probably the best Second Amendment decision ever rendered. Uh, And that involved a case, Mac Prince versus U.S., former Arizona Sheriff Richard Mack is back. Sheriff, good to see you. How have you been? Doing really well. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for that little reminder. It was a very special day for me yesterday. I reminisced quite a bit uh, about the last 25 years since uh, I uh, I did that lawsuit and the 25th anniversary of the uh, Supreme Court decision written by Justice Scalia. And, and you're right. It was a huge uh, Second Amendment decision, uh, but used uh, or through the Tenth Amendment, and uh, a lot of a lot of people throughout the years have said, "You didn't you didn't save the Second Amendment, but you bought us all about twenty five, maybe thirty years on the Second Amendment." And that looks like uh, it was true. Uh, the Brady Bill movement, in fact, there were five Brady Bills scheduled to be passed one after another uh, in consecutive years. So after five years, uh, the Second Amendment would have been gone, and because a handful of sheriffs stood up across the entire country. Uh, we sheriffs that did that did more to save and preserve the Second Amendment than Congress has altogether for the last 100 years. And uh, quite honestly, Congress has been the problem and the federal government is the enemy of our Constitution and especially, especially the Second Amendment. And uh, it's, uh, I hate to say this, but it's been both Republican and Democrats that have done that. Uh, I will say that Reagan was pretty good on the Second Amendment, and, and so was Donald Trump. Uh, not 100%. Uh, Trump has made a couple of mistakes uh, regarding the Second Amendment, but for the most part, he did pretty good. And comparatively speaking, 
uh, he was really good, especially if you compare him to George W. Bush and and uh, and and Senior Bush. Um, comparatively speaking, Trump was one of the best presidents we've ever had. As far as following and adhering to the Constitution and getting rid of Planned Parenthood, uh, which uh, that's what the Supreme Court should have done. Uh, that decision on abortion didn't go nearly far enough because yet we, the taxpayers, are still footing the bill for all abortions in this country. And uh, that should never be the case. You you don't get to use uh, taxpayer dollars to fund private organizations. And that's the biggest crime that has happened in America since the election fraud of 2020. Yeah. And they've been doing it for a long time, as you say. Long time. Uh, I agree. The, the, I agree uh, with 4. you. 4.9 thrill, 4.3 billion dollars in just the last 10 years to Planned Parenthood from taxpayers. 4.3 billion. Yeah. Now you tell me why in the world we've put up with that. Yeah, it's a good question. The answer I, is, I... Uh, <laughs> the answer is corrupt politicians and lazy, apathetic people. It's worse than that, though, Sheriff, because there's actually a a whole agenda to depopulate, you know, this whole thing, everything that's oh, yeah. happening is all about this depopulization and, you know, Planned Parenthood is at the center of it. That's how it started. And, yeah. um, you know, so it's way worse than that, but uh, yeah, I get it. So I tend to agree with you. Comparatively speaking, Donald Trump was a pretty good president. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I have a couple of big issues with him. Oh, he, passed, he passed <laughs> fix nicks, which was... Ugh. Terrible for uh, law-abiding citizens, and it is the reason that the ATF has like what forty million records of gun owners on yeah. file today. Yeah. So that was Donald yeah. Trump's doing. He well, also wanted to pass red flag. <clears throat> oh yeah, and my big one, my biggest one on Trump probably would be um, that he was going to drain the swamp, <laughs> and and uh, obviously the swamp drained him. But the thing of it is, you can't tell us you're going to drain the swamp and then you hire all the swamp dwellers to be in your cabinet. That's yep. that's yep. R- really absurd. And and at least 80 percent of his cabinet were all swamp dwellers. Absolutely. So yeah. I think at this point, um, you know, I don't know what Donald Trump's deal is. He's either completely incompetent or he's actually complicit. I'm not sure which and I don't really care. So I want to get back to the Second Amendment because they just passed the most sweeping (laughs) gun rule. I mean, I can't even. So here's my thing, Sheriff. How how can they even pass something that's completely unconstitutional? I mean, how are they even allowed to pass such a law? The the Supreme Court the day before uh, rules in favor of the Second Amendment. And then the next day, Congress. Uh, went uh, back a hundred steps uh, towards more gun control. Let's be real clear here with all your viewers. Gun control in the United States of America is against the law. All of it. Yep. Okay. Uh, now, now Samuel Adams said once he he put a condition on gun ownership that the Constitution shall never be construed to uh, prevent any. A citizen who is a peaceable, a peaceable citizen from possessing and owning arms. 
Okay, I'll go along with that. If you commit crimes with a gun, one, you should be put away for a long time. And two, it, it's okay if we keep guns away from you the rest of your life. Some people disagree with that. I admit it. But first of all, parole officers and probation officers cannot keep guns away from criminals. They never have. The problem with crime in America is recidivism. The repeat offender and the, and the baby mama coddling sentences that we give to people who rape children, murder children, uh, the, these pedophiles and pedophile murderers uh, should be put away for life or given or, or executed. And we let them out after five or 10 years. Uh, Polly Kloss in Petaluma, California, about 20 years ago, was killed by a guy who got out early uh, on a, uh, a a sexual assault of a child. Uh, a, a horrible crime. He, he barely served half his sentence and he goes and does it again. And this time gets rid of the evidence by killing the victim. 12-year-old Polly Kloss. This happens all the time. And now we're even getting more of it uh, from these idiot DAs in San Francisco and L.A., uh, who uh, wouldn't know justice if it hit him in the head. And and so here we are back to square one. We go full circle on following these idiots uh, who don't know what justice is about. Justice means giving just treatment, tr treatment that they deserve, a punishment that they deserve. And, and these, uh, anyway, we've got the opposite today. And uh, the abortion, uh, uh, ruling did not go far enough in getting rid of Planned Parenthood funding from forced funding from taxpayers. And the Second Amendment ruling also did not go far enough. Uh, it should have made uh, a, uh, a much broader approach to it. Um, and the idea that we would leave any uh, gun control issues to the states is, is wrong. I, I like that part that it said the states cannot limit uh, how I keep and bear arms, but it left permits in place, you know, that we have to ask permission from California sheriffs or other governments in California uh, to keep and bear arms, that which is already guaranteed in the Bill of Rights. Yeah. Supreme Court's a joke. I mean, they've got globalists on the court. I mean, it's a complete joke. It's a disgrace. Um, there's a couple justices on there, you know, Clarence Thomas and uh, maybe, maybe Alito, but the rest of them, forget it. Uh, yeah. I have serious questions about Kavanaugh. I have serious questions about Barrett. I got serious questions about the other one. I mean, it's just Gorsuch. I, Gorsuch, yeah. Gorsuch has surprised me a little bit, though. Uh, I thought he was doing pretty good there for a while. Uh, Robert surprised me the most, and Roberts is one of the worst, and that's the one you're talking about. Uh, but they, they have one job to do on the Supreme Court, enforce, defend, and obey the United States Constitution. Enforce it. That's what your decisions are to do. Uh, and, and yet they come up with these monstrous ideas. Like, like uh, Roberts, when he said that uh, Obamacare uh, would, be, uh, it would be okay if it was a tax. Well, then he should have referred it back to them, but he he went along with it. You say, if this is a tax, okay, but no. Uh, he That was the stupidest decision I've ever seen from a, a Supreme Court uh, justice. And boy, they do a lot of whoppers. Uh, so yeah. anyway. Yeah, they do. 
And the vax mandate stuff, the hearings on that, it was a complete joke. I mean, they're worried about... Oh, I know. They're worried about how many lives they can save. They're not even talking about if it's constitutional yeah. to, to force a needle into somebody. Anyway, I, I just... Statistical analysis does not equate to constitutionality. And they that's what they do all the time. Yep. Statistical analysis. No. Forget it. So yeah. I think... I think you have the answer, Sheriff, and that is with the CSPOA, and I've been telling everybody for two years, or maybe even longer, um, the CSPOA really works at the local level, and I think that's where the answer to all of this lies, is going to be a nullification at the state level or the county level. So you've recently come out for uh, election integrity investigations, so you want sheriffs to start looking into this bravo sheriff mac to you and (laughs) and you're not like some of these other grifters that i see trying to do something similar you're not asking for money or anything you're just telling everybody to get out there and do it um sheriff sheriff what changed your mind on this i mean how did you come about to push on the election integrity button uh two thousand mules yeah uh i've never seen anything and mike lindell's a friend of mine uh, but I've never seen enough that was really solid evidence that I thought uh, police agencies and sheriffs could investigate. That, uh, however, on the other hand, there are two sheriffs that conducted investigations before 2000 Mules came out. Sheriff Darleaf in Michigan, yep. who's a life yep. member of the CSPOA. Uh, and then uh, Christopher Schmaling, who we had on the Sheriff Mack show this morning. Uh, his was aimed at voter fraud happening in nursing homes. And he did a very thorough investigation. This is a real good man. You would love this guy. Uh, in fact, go to Brighty on TV and watch our segment from this morning on the Sheriff Mack show. Uh, what a great sheriff. Uh, very honest and just wanting to do his job. Uh, instead, you have a bunch of other sheriffs who are hiding from this issue uh, turning their back on this issue, supporting their party affiliation instead of investigating uh, this issue. So, you, you know, the Democrat sheriffs like Paul Pinzone in, in Maricopa County, Arizona, they won't touch this because it'll make the Democrats look bad. Well, I'll give you one more, Sheriff. Mm-hmm. Some of the some of the sheriffs that bill themselves as constitutional sheriffs won't touch this. Uh, one sheriff in particular right here in Arizona uh, was down at the Capitol and some activists with the Patriot Party met with him and spoke with him and brought this issue to his attention. And he said that he didn't have any evidence that he couldn't do anything about it. So, I mean, uh, I mean, look, did we all see the Arizona audit or what? What? OK, first of all, you can you can go past the audit. The audit was uh, a political sham. Uh, both ways and both sides claim victory. Well, there was no victory. Uh, if there was a victory, we would see the statistics and see uh, the vote fraud. Uh, but they couldn't even handle that. And and it was such a joke. But now, if you'll watch the movie, every sheriff, watch the damn movie. If you don't see compelling evidence to prompt a response from you and do an investigation on this, then something's wrong with you. I'm not drawing any conclusions except for this. There's the evidence. Follow it and do your investigation and turn it over to a proper uh, prosecuting uh, attorney. 
uh, you could go to your own DA or your county attorney. You could go to the AG's office. Uh, you probably won't get any help if you go to the U.S. Attorney General's office. But just do an investigation and let the consequences fall where they may. But this is one time we can honestly say there's a smoking gun in this movie. And this is being handed to the sheriffs on a silver platter. Yeah. Well, they did make some arrests in Yuma County uh, off of the evidence presented in the movie. So, yeah. So you're absolutely yeah. correct. They did make some arrests on that. Of course, it's going to be up to the prosecutor to actually follow through with this. Well, um, I hear he's a pretty good guy. I hear he's ready to go. Okay. Well, so. then that's good news. So you're moving up your big event uh, because of this. You're moving this up. You want it before the primaries. You don't yeah. want to wait. So tell us about that. Um, the events in Las Vegas, I think, but give us all the details. Well, I, I'm really glad you brought that up. Thank you. Uh, we were doing a big uh, national convention on September 30th. And since this has come out, we have made this our number one issue. So July 12th in Las Vegas at the Ahern Hotel, 10 a.m., the public's welcome. We have uh, a, a huge panel put together. Um, probably my two favorites. Uh, the two red pills from Utah. Uh, these two ladies in Utah are just amazing. Look them up. Two red I've, pills. I've seen them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the first one's name? I can't remember their names. I saw them Sophie? on. Uh, yeah. Anyway, it's Sophie and Angie. Or anyway, I'll get it. I, I should have looked it up before I got on. Anyway, those two red pill ladies, they just brag about, hey, we're just a couple of moms in Utah that wanted to know the truth. And we asked for some records. We just asked for statistics of the elections and the voters. And then they were told that it's a crime to ask for such and that they don't have any authority to ask for such and that they're not trained or certified to, to handle this information. And it, the biggest cover up crap you've ever seen. And this is public information. And yet people are scrambling. They're, they're reporting them to the federal government. The federal government's coming to check them out and interrogate them and frisk them and all this. What a bunch of crap. Okay. And so uh, these two ladies are coming to it. And we're going to have this big, huge press conference at the Ahern. And, and you guys got to come and meet these people. Mike Lindell's coming. It looks like General Flynn is coming. Um, Mark uh, Fincham in Arizona, who is a state rep and now running for um, Secretary of State. He will be in charge of the elections. He's got a complete wonderful plan uh, how to get the ballots completely uh, verifiable uh, and accountable. Uh, I say get rid of all computerized voting. Uh, that's my way of doing it. But you still have to have a an accounting system that my name is associated with my ballot. Or my or my number. There now, should be a number that I can take home with me that verifies that. That's correct. For an audit. That's and, correct. And also the other people we have, we have Sheriff Leaf coming. We have Sheriff Smailing coming. We have Sheriff um, Hayden from Kansas. He's doing an investigation. And wait, there's another one. Well, we have other sheriffs that aren't doing investigations, like but others that want to and want to get started and want sheriffs to do this. Sheriff Scott Williams from Texas. Sheriff Richard Vaughn from Virginia. And we're just so proud of these sheriffs that are stepping up. Uh, it doesn't look like Sheriff Wilmot is coming from Yuma, but we're going to have his press release that talks about the two Democrat ladies 
that have been already arrested, as you alluded to. Uh, he has 16 more search warrants to perform uh, pursuant to his uh, 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 investigation. So now we just want other sheriffs to say, if some of these small town sheriffs can do this, what should the big towns be doing <laughs> where the evidence is even more abundant? Yeah. Yeah. You'd think it'd be a no brainer, but uh, so we want you know. everybody to focus on that. We want everybody. Uh, and we are asking money to help fund that because we're flying all these sheriffs in, getting them hotels. If they want to bring their wife, that they can do that. We really want to make it where the sheriffs uh, feel comfortable with this. We're going to have security there, uh, especially when it comes to uh, Catherine Engelbrecht and Greg Phillips. They're both coming uh, from True the Vote, the, the two main investigators yep. in the movie, 2000 Mules. Uh, Dinesh D'Souza uh, was not able to make it. Uh, but he totally supports this. And the line that he gave in the movie, he said, now it's up to law enforcement to follow up on this. And that's that's probably the truest thing ever spoken. Uh, look, this is a horrible crime. Uh, it's one of the worst crimes ever perpetrated against the American people. Don't make a mistake here and think that this is for Trump. It is not for Trump. Uh, there's some of these elections, like the, the one in Utah, that didn't have anything to do with Trump. Very little. Trump's going to win Utah no matter what. Any, Repub any Republican's going to. What, what we're seeing is that it's other offices. Some of them are state offices, governors and, and state reps and so on. We have Phil Lyman, also a state rep from Utah, who said he has evidence, he told me face-to-face -face that he has evidence that uh, there were a couple of counties where over 100% of the people registered to vote, over 100% voted. Yes. Now, I'm not a mathematician, but I would tell you, <laughs> mathematically speaking, that's impossible. And that's what they showed uh, from the Arizona audit. Um, multiple yeah. counties had more than a hundred percent vote. Um, yeah. now that's what you call a good turnout. Yeah, that's a good turnout. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, Sheriff. I mean, uh, we'll see. So you got a lot of good guests coming. The lineup is fantastic. When is this event taking place? July 12th, 10 AM. Ahern hotel, A H E R N. It's not a casino. It's owned by a real conservative family. Uh, they've been extremely helpful. And, and folks, you got to come see this for yourself. And and we're hoping to get some national media there. Um, I, we're not holding our breath because most of them have been part of the uh, propaganda scheme. Yep. And the talking points have all been the same with the White House and CNN and MSNBC and ABC and CBS. And uh, they all have the same taking points. You, you better uh, watch out, Sheriff. They said if you talk about... 2020, they're going to come and get you. <laughs> well, um, they tried to come and get me on the uh, January 6th thing. Uh, in fact, uh, the uh, Washington Post called me a couple of times and accused me of helping organize uh, the, the uh, January 6th thing. Uh, and I said, uh, I don't know where you got such information, but either th those people are lying to you or you're lying to me. Uh, because I said I told no, I told everybody not to go uh, to January 6th uh, rally for Trump. If Trump would have asked me, I would have told him not to do it. 
Uh, I don't believe that he uh, committed a crime that day. Uh, I don't think, I think he could have tried to do more to stop it. Uh, but uh, at the same time, I don't believe he planned it or, or promoted the violence there. Uh, he certainly didn't promote the violence where the Capitol police officer killed Ashley Babbitt. Uh, but, you know, the Democrats don't care that that happened. Not one iota, not one of them cared that, that she was murdered uh, by that officer. If it wasn't murder, then he should have been shooting all of them. But he only shot one person. Um, no no person uh, infiltrating that building was ever arrested with a gun. A lot of them were arrested. Uh, nobody had a gun. No guns were ever seen by any of the people who went in. Uh, so it's really hard to tell me, tell me that it was a uh, an insurrection where they were going to take over anything. And they did so without a single weapon. Uh, you know, uh, so the only violence, the real violence uh, came from from uh, the police and uh, the Capitol police and uh, there's still two sides of this that I'm still not uh, being able to reconcile and, and put my uh, head around. But uh, what I do know is there was a lot of good people there and that the uh, thugs and Nuremberg officers of the FBI have conducted themselves in pure Nazi form in going after these people. Literally, do you know this happened? The FBI would serve search warrants, not arrest warrants and handcuff the children of some of these suspects as they search their home. Yeah. Handcuffing children. Yep. And we're supposed to believe in these people and have trust in them. No, they've lost, they've lost all credibility. And, you know, I've seen the videos, and I'm sure you have too, Sheriff, where Capitol Police open the door. They're waving people in. Yes. I mean, yes. uh, you see them inside the Capitol. Hey, remain calm, peacefully assemble. We have no problem. The yeah. people there, the people there are like, yeah, that's all we're here to do is peaceably assemble. Like yeah. now you can't even go to the Capitol. They just come and arrest you. It's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or or like me who told people to stay and they tried to come after me. Yeah. But, um, you know, and, and this is another lie that they, it's just so astonishing. Um, I keep being told and they keep putting in papers and periodicals that uh, I was a director of the Oath Keepers. <laughs> well, at one time, I was on the board of directors. So they don't put board; they just put a director, and they for and and they intentionally leave out. Well, that I quit. I quit the Oath Keepers six years ago, and the well, reason why. And they don't even say they don't ever say the reason why that I quit, and that I quit six years ago. And the reason is because I didn't like the direction they were headed with some of their uh, advocations of, of violence. And the CSPOA will not advocate violence at all. And, and I like Stuart Rhodes and it's okay if, if they wanna be a militia. I don't have anything against militias, but I joined this, the Oath Keepers and they asked me to be uh, on the board because I believe that they were an educational association and a peaceful uh, uh, assembly organization to promote a peaceful process of officers and military and public officials keeping their oath. When that changed with their bylaws, I left. And so now they're still trying to pin this on me uh, when I left the okay, uh, Oath Keeper six years ago. And I had nothing to do with January 6th. In fact, I opposed everything about it. I know you did. Um... Now, just to be fair to the Oath Keepers, they were 
acquitted of all charges on January 6th, uh, just the other day, as a matter of fact, and the government kept it very hush-hush. Um, and I personally did not see any evidence that they were inciting anything on January 6th. Did you? No, no. Uh, the problem was uh, Stewart wrote a letter to, to President Trump uh, saying that we should uh, go to war, that we should have a civil war. We're going to, he said, we're going to have a fight. We'd rather do it while you're president instead of Biden. <laughs> so, <laughs> and so uh, if, if Stewart would have uh, run that past me, I would have told him uh, no way to put that out, but uh, still that we should fight uh, is not uh, necessarily inciting a riot on January 6th. And I don't think he was calling for the fight to start there. But uh, be that as it may, they still haven't answered a lot of questions like some of the bombs that were placed around uh, the night before. And uh, they, they they still haven't reconciled a lot of the subterfuge there. And also the peaceful process that that uh, the people who entered the, the Capitol were conducting. Uh, one of them was uh, uh, Dr. Simone Gold yes. uh, of the yeah. uh, of of the uh, frontline doctors. Uh, she went in and and gave a talk. She literally was giving her talk on the floor of the yeah. of the U.S. Capitol, and a police officer was standing next to her while yeah. she did it. Yeah, and she and got then, arrested. Yeah, then they when they asked her to leave, she did immediately, and yeah. and then she got indicted and arrested, and now they just sentenced her to two months in prison. It's unbelievable. Two months. Unbelievable. And, and and for that, the whole thing about trespass is that you did so to enter illegally, right. to remain illegally. She didn't want to remain illegally. She went in there to give her talk. Yeah. The, the criminal intent on her part was non-existent. You know? That's the so, thing about people. They don't understand the culpability in laws. You got to have the culpability there, right? Um, that's what they say. <laughs> unless, it's a, unless it's Democrats going after you. Oh, that was before Comrade Biden. I'm sorry. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so Sheriff, July yeah. July 12th, Ahern Hotel, Las Vegas, CSPOA Conference, Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association. Well, a press conference. Press, press conference. conference. Yeah. Uh, but gathering of all kinds of speakers, sheriffs from all over, General Flynn supposedly going to be there, Mike Lindell. You've got Sheriff Mack. I'd go just for you, Sheriff, and um, plenty of other people. That should be enough right there, yeah. But That should uh, be yeah. enough right there. And then hey. there's there's others. Do uh, you know Joey Gilbert? Yes. Yep. He's going to be there, and he's complaining about his election, and well, he should. Uh, because, uh, first of all, uh, Sheriff Lombardo, uh, being the corrupt person he is, uh, got endorsed somehow by Donald Trump. And why Trump, uh, well, actually, I know why Trump has done all these endorsements nationwide. And he's oh, batting about, he's batting about 800, uh, which, you know, okay, you're batting 800. Uh, but what are you trying to do here? Why would he, uh, and, why would he endorse people like that? Or like Dr. Oz? I'll or tell that, you, I'll tell you exactly that, what he's Or doing. that criminal Vernon Jones in Georgia. What about that guy? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But the thing of it is, Trump is doing one thing and one thing only. He is getting ready for 2024. No, I hope not, and, Sheriff. I hope not. Oh, that's exactly what he's doing. I, yeah, whether you like <laughs> it or not, Trump is getting ready to run in 2024. He's already doing his rallies, which he loves doing. He's already getting uh, all his 
support throughout every state because he's endorsed them. Now they're going to have to endorse him. And so he's getting all of that ready. None of this is uh, for America or for the people, blah, blah, blah. It's Donald Trump's campaign ploy. And it's really smart. Not really, really because not really, because if they don't fix voting, it doesn't really matter if they don't what if they don't fix voting. I mean, voting oh, well, is yeah, of course, voting is of fake, course. Sheriff. I mean, so oh, if they course. don't fix it. Well, yeah, I mean, but it, as far as having his political support there, uh, he's getting that ready. As far as getting rid of the uh, uh, voter fraud, we hope that the sheriffs of this country will rise up and get rid of that. And the first thing they would need to say is go to their counties and say, why on earth would you continue to use uh, any computerized tabulation of votes when you don't know what's happening inside those machines computer hacks do it all the time i know sheriff and 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 wait how about this one can you or anybody else tell me what the proper role of government is in using and and how how we serve the people of america by using computers to tabulate votes how is that a service to the american people because it costs billions of dollars. Yeah, what are for we sure. getting for it? For what sure. are we getting for it? Well, we're getting um because we have because people are too lazy to count the vote, so they have to employ a machine to do that. And George uh, Soros likes machines, so they gotta do it, you know, just for him. Ah, uh, well, thank you, George. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Finally, George Soros does something. Yeah. But 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 there's absolutely no reason for it. No, you're right. Uh, so, they want to so, get so it takes so it they, takes two or three weeks to count them. The reason Big deal, who cares? The reason, sheriff, is they want to control the voting with fraction magic. That's the reason. Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sheriff Mack, the CSPOA press conference in Las Vegas. That's July twelfth. Everybody, get there and go to cspoa.org and become a member of the posse and learn how to talk your sheriff into being. All the information there about the uh, July twelfth event is there. Uh, Please uh, get your sheriff on board. Uh, you can come. Uh, anybody close to Vegas, come on down. We'll have a great time, and you're going to witness some history being made. Yeah. CSPOA.org. Join the posse, everybody. Sheriff Mack, thanks for being here. We enjoyed talking to you. Thanks, Jay. See you soon. Thanks for listening to Don't Tread on Liberty with Jason Davis. Subscribe on Google Play, iTunes, or your favorite platform. For more Liberty news, check out www.donttreadonliberty.com and subscribe to the blog or join the conversation.